Casa de Arte, a podcast about creativity, spirituality, and the threat that holds them together, love. I am your co-host, Ashley Holstein. And I'm your other co-host, Louis Holstein. And welcome to one of my favorite segments, Netflix and Chill. So last week, we talked a little bit about um, creating and making time to create, and not just being consumers, but this time, we're actually going to talk about the art that we're consuming consuming wonderful (laughs) so and more media side of art i suppose yes but um specifically movies tv yeah okay so what are we currently watching on television so currently we're watching riverdale riverdale dun 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 (laughs) oh and this is us yes we also watched the Netflix hit You, but we might just wait until season two comes out to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, season one was a trip. There's not really much to say about those shows. They're both guilty pleasure shows, uh, Riverdale and, and This Is Us. There's not really, unless you have anything to say about them. That's just the reality of what we're watching. Yeah. It is what it is. Disconnects us from reality. That yeah. kind of show. So, but uh, talk to me about the top movies of uh, last year, 2018. Okay. Yeah, so 2018 was a good year for movies, I would say. And I'm just going to write off my top list. Go, go ahead. Okay. And no particular order. Now, it has changed a little bit because I try to keep it top like three, top four. I don't like to have, mm-hmm. you know, 10 favorite movies of last year. And on my blog, if you, if you follow my blog at all, I listed my top four movies of last year, and it actually changed. So, anyway. And no particular order, because I don't do that. Roma. Um, the Wife. Um, eighth Grade. And Won't You Be My Neighbor. Those were my top four films of last year. I was moved by each and every one of them you know my biggest the biggest thing i look for in film is or any art in general is if it moves me in some way Mm. and all four of those films absolutely transcended my expectations roma um was just a wonderful period piece um from alfonso curon and um just really grateful for his work and that it was just some of the some some of the shots i just never even thought to see before on film um the wife was super super strong i'll talk about that one a little bit later but the wife was a just wonderful wonderful tense film um between a husband and a wife and um eighth grade was an ode to eighth grade of course bo burnham wrote and directed it's his debut and he did an incredible job capturing what it is to be an eighth grader beyond being in eighth grade in 2018, which I think is a feat in and of itself, but for him, you know, for him to capture being in eighth grade in 2018, but he went beyond that and captured mm-hmm. what it is just to be an eighth grader, period, yeah. uh, no matter what and when in history you were an eighth grader. So wonderful. I love coming of age, teen angst films, and that was, that was beautiful. And then, um, Won't You Be My Neighbor was the documentary about Mr. Rogers, and I highly recommend it. Because it will make you a better person after watching it, for sure. He is um, a wonderful man to emulate. 
So, what were your top films of last year? So, they're very similar to yours. Three out of four are the same, actually. Oh my gosh. Um, The Wife is just stellar. And for me, it's not necessarily about being moved, you know, like you, Lewis. But um, I like a good combination of good acting and a very good plot. And so, Roma in itself is inspiring. It's on Netflix. And it is basically this director taking something that he remembers as a child and portraying it in on a film and wrestling with issues and struggles that he went through and for me that was just amazing to see any time that an artist puts personal work out there and makes it makes art out of it it was just breathtaking and so I love that I love the the cast there were um indigenous Mexicans. I, I love that um, a lot of it was, um, what do you call it when, you know, they're, it's not ad-libbing, but like they're acting spontaneously. They don't have a script. It's ad-libbing. Okay. So like ad-libbing. So I love that he used that, incorporated that on the film and you can kind of capture really great moments, real true authentic moments because he did that. So I, I love Roma because of that. The Wife with Glenn Close was just stellar cast um, with Glenn Close and... David Hyde Pierce. David, yeah. And, I, I mean, just an incredible movie. I highly recommend it. A lot of tension. A lot of uh, just depth with the characters. Absolutely. That you don't see very often. Especially nowadays. I feel like, you know, in an age of superhero movies... And animated movies and Disney comeback live oh action gosh. movies. Yeah. There's not this depth of, of great storytelling, of great character development. And so the wife did that for me. Won't You Be My Neighbor, of course. That was like my number one documentary of last year. Just an incredible uh, storytelling of people that knew Mr. Rogers. And the impact that he had not just in his generation but even he continues to to defy you know he's he's no longer alive but um he continues to defy and to challenge uh pop culture and what educational tv means so i love that for that and then lastly we just watched generation wealth and i really highly enjoyed that one um and it's a photographer who does this film, He ca- she captures people within a 25-year period, I think, um, that were wealthy or came from wealth and where are they now kind of thing. And, and it was really interesting to see just their different um, milestones within that movie. So it was about my top four of last year, 2018. Wow, very good. So, anything else about those? No, I think we can move on. Let's talk about Oscar favorites for this year. Yeah, so in light of Oscar Sunday, this Sunday, which we always I always get really excited about. Yeah, we actually make it like a party. And we have like the ballot, and we have people, and we just cast our ballots. Oh, yeah. Our votes. It's crucial. So. We, let's talk about that. Let's talk about some Oscar favorites for this year, um, this past year. There was a lot of snubs for me, you know, Won't You Be My Neighbor, 
um, Bradley Cooper as director for Star is Born. Yeah, 100%. Lots, lots of different snubs. But um, there was some work that was nominated that I'm really going to be rooting for this Sunday. Um, Roma was nominated 10 times. And I'm really rooting it for Best Picture. It's in the lead as we speak, but, you know, with never the know. preferential ballot that is the Academy, um, for the Academy Awards, it's a nightmare to try to figure out who's going to win. But um, but I'm excited for for that, for Best Picture, I'm hoping, and the Best Director as well. I think he deserves it because Bradley was not nominated. Um, Glenn Close for Best Actress, she's kind of the lead in that one as well. Mm-hmm. I don't see anyone else winning that. She's won all the awards so far. Yeah. The other. Precursor awards. She's she's just wonderful in The Wife. And um, she's been nominated, I think this is her seventh nomination, never won the most for any actor in history to be nominated and not win. And I think this is her year. I'm really yeah. excited for her. I'm pulling for her. And then lastly, Lady Gaga for her song Shallow. I remember walking out of the theater and thinking like, Maybe not an acting award because she was still kind of hit or miss in the film. I mean, she had some really bright spots, but then she had some like, mm, what is this? Um, you know, whereas Glenn Close gives this very calculated, consistent, um, consistent performance. performance. So Gaga, um, but I said once, but she will definitely, I said, I hope she walks away with an Oscar. It's just maybe not for acting, but for songwriting. Mm-hmm. She was an instrumental part, um, a songwriter, maybe for four or five of the songs and um her song shallow is nominated and it it's pretty much i mean pretty for sure it's gonna win but i'm still pulling for her for that i'm, I'm excited to see um god uh academy award acceptance speech she's gonna be crying yeah she's oh, so yeah. dramatic <laughs> and we love her <laughs> but yeah she's wonderful well for me i have only one thing to say as long as the bohemian rhapsody movie does not get best actor I am oh, happy. Yeah, but I think it's kind of... I know. I, we just watched the film for, on my birthday, actually. And I was just highly disappointed on the film. On the acting. <laughs> okay. So... It wasn't about, It wasn't that acting, was it? It was just a par in comparison to Bradley Cooper. Ugh, Bradley Cooper gave the performance of his life. And actually sang. <laughs> and he actually sang... I mean, no offense, Queen fans out there. Like, I'm sure this is the movie that you guys have been waiting for. But it just was not as a strong contender as the other movies that we have been previously talking about. So, that's just my two cents on the whole thing. So, I'm just... I'm definitely rooting for Roma and Glenn Close and, of course, Lady Gaga. So, yeah, that's pretty much the same for me. We'll see what happens. Um, we're excited. Okay, so what are you looking forward to this year in, I guess we're kind of keeping the lungs of lungs of film, is really what we're talking about tonight. Um, what are you looking forward to, TV, movies, uh, this year? For TV... Actually, let's say all art. Okay. All art, any art. I'm looking forward to Stranger Things coming back. Oh, yes. Stranger Things 3, three. season 3 Comes is coming July. out. I am excited for... Um, which one's the other one that we watch that is... Oh, The Queen is supposed the to make Queen. its return this year? Hello. The Queen. That's I totally forgot about those Queen. two shows. They're, yes. That's exactly what I was... They don't have a date yet. For. They don't have a date yet. As of right And now. of course, I'm a big Sherlock Holmes, Benedict Cumberbatch fan, but that is like every five years that they come out with a yeah, season. Yeah, I think that's over. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not over yet. I think it's over. <laughs> it's not, but other than that, okay. I'm looking forward to the Aladdin live action. I know that it's been 
pretty criticized in light of the trailer and Will Smith, but I'm really hoping that they don't screw up my favorite childhood film. So I'm... Don't hold your breath. I am keeping a positive outlook as well as for pets, too. I'm a big pets fan. Oh, Secret Life of Pets, of of course. So excited for that. I'm not excited for Marvel, Captain Marvel. I'm not excited for Shazam. I'm not excited for any superhero movies because I am burnt out. Just thought I had a rant about that for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Avengers 4? Well, the thing with Avengers is that every time we go, they're long movies. And the payoff is just not there. Yeah, I think this one, it's going to be there. Well. I don't know if it's going to be worth, you know, there's some talk. They're saying it might be a three-hour runtime, which I'm like, sorry, I'm going to need to be on my couch. I have we have children. I mean, like child. Well, I count my cat and my dog, so they can't be at home alone for three hours. What are they gonna do? Right. So, yeah, that's about it. Well, I'm gonna be a little more abstract. So, as far as film goes, yeah, I didn't even think about TV. You know, with Stranger Things, crown. I'm excited for those. Um, film, I'm excited for the live action Lion King and Aladdin. But I'm not holding my breath. Like, I'm excited because, like, cool. Like, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I wish I could just watch it on my couch. I really don't feel like going anywhere. <laughs> but um, I love Princess Jasmine. I love the actress that's playing Princess Jasmine, actually. She can sing well. And I don't know. I have hope for her to redeem that film. But, um, yeah, those first looks are pretty rough. Jafar's voice is very non-menacing. Um, I saw somebody describe him as sexy. Gross. On my Facebook. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like what he's, I guess that's what he's, that's what they're going for, but, um, and then Lion King, I mean, it's got Beyonce, so sure a little bit good, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, um. Any musicals? Yeah, actually, um, Moulin Rouge is making its Broadway debut in July, and so I... Gotta go, gotta go to New York. Yeah, I plan to take my New York trek next year, and with the looks of things, it's going to be quite a blockbuster hit, so I think it will be there by the time, this time next year, for the Tony Awards, um, June of 2020. So I'm looking forward to that, Um, that'll be premiering this year. Um, And then um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, it's a ride. (laughs) But it's like what nice. I'm excited for. Everyone's Art. excited for. Everyone's excited for Star Wars Land at, at Hollywood Studios. I'm excited for this Mickey and Minnie ride that um, that looks to be really promising and really uh, technologically innovative, which is what Disney used to be known for is their innovation. So um, that I would consider art, entertainment, whatever. But I'm excited for that ride and um, and the Disney films. There's there's several like art house films. I was looking. Um, Cynthia Revo is going to be playing Harriet Tubman in a oh, Harriet yes. Tubman biopic. So there's like stuff like that, but it's just so far, yes, far out. Like there's like there's a Cats movie coming out this year. What? Um, I mean, I don't. I have to say that I'm I'm excited because it's like a musical being brought to the screen from um, Tom Hopper. He did he directed Les Mis, um, and we have a Cats film with Judy Dench and Jennifer Hudson and Taylor Swift and Idris Elba. Okay, the whole casting is kind of cringeworthy, but um, regardless, it's a musical coming to the big screen, so I'm excited anytime that musical theater is brought to the masses. So, but anyways, all of that is very, like, there's something else that just wrapped in filming. What was it? I forget what it was. 
Anyway, um, and they're coming out, but it's just it's too early to really be that excited for. But anyway, some things we're looking forward to in 2019. Okay, moving on. What is inspiring you currently? Um, something that is in the moment. So we talked about, you know, favorite movies and stuff from last year, what we're kind of watching, what we're excited for. But what's inspiring you? What are some modes of inspiration for you right now? Okay, so I have a couple things. Number one, I'm going to talk about this because we just watched two musicals this week. And Lewis got a Broadway HD trial. So we actually get to see Broadway shows. Mostly they're from the West End. Okay. Yeah, so London's version of but Broadway. The, yeah, but it's basically Broadway. So. But they're Broadway shows, yeah. Transfer. So we've been watching that. We just watched The King and I yesterday. And it was just... I find the actual musical problematic, <laughs> just historically. But the acting, the singing, I mean... I set love the, the set, the, the costumes, like, it's amazing. Um, Ruthie Miles, Ruthie and Miles, right? Mm-hmm. Gave the performance of a lifetime. I mean, just knowing her background story of her losing her child. She was in an accident where she was a pedestrian with her child. She's pregnant at the time, and this person just kind of runs over them as they're crossing a crosswalk a crosswalk and she loses her child she's injured obviously and then she ends up losing her her unborn child so it's very tragic and then two months later you see her transfer into the west end and give this performance it's just mind-blowing just to see the strength and just a source of 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 strength really to pull this character that she played in Broadway after such a tragedy. Um, and she's walking with her cane, you know, so you see like different things that they had to obviously accommodate for her to be in that, in that show. But wow, it just really inspired me, um, to, you know, for the love of her craft, Mm -hmm. you know, she, she, she did that. So that's one thing. Um, there's a couple of podcasts we've been, that we've been listening to that I'm really, excited and inspire me but i'll let you talk about that list i'm sure you're gonna mention them and then finally i've been really on a kick watching cooking shows on pbs <laughs> and it's really inspiring one of them is martha stewart she has a baking show called martha bakes and it, it's like the most complicated baking dishes that you could ever think of Martha Stewart is doing them. And, you know, she makes it seem like you can do this in 20 minutes. But you have to have, like, all the specific cooking wear and, like, all the specific, you know, uh, top-of-the-line sure. appliances, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I just love it because while everything looks absolutely delicious and divine, you really have to be a baker to come up with those things. It's like mm-hmm. watching, like you know, somebody that has a bake shop do that. So it's really, it's inspiring to me to see how, how much she loves her craft and everything. And then Patty's Mexican table. She's a Mexican chef and she is amazing. I love all her, how she, her, she spins like American dishes with like Mexican and vice versa. So it's really cool. Okay. Yeah. For me, podcasts are super inspiring for me right now. I just you know, we, we decided to do a podcast, but we just kind of got into, or you had been listening, you would listen to podcasts mm-hmm. sporadically. I would listen to, you know, random episodes 
depending on what interests me. But this is the first time where I started actually subscribing to different um, shows and stuff. And we love Design Matters with Debbie, Debbie Millman. Um, it's so good. She mm-hmm. interviews just excellent, excellent, excellent designers and artists, um, craft makers. Creative that, directors. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so inspiring. I love And she's an amazing interviewer. I've not heard many like her. She's wonderful. There's another podcast on being. It's very similar, um, art-driven. And um, this cultural moment um, out of Seattle, I think, or is it Portland? Is that a Portland? I think it's um, Don't quote me. But um, this cultural moment is really great, too, just talking about um, culture and where we are as in, in, in light of Christianity and um, secularism and all that good stuff. So podcasts are inspiring. Um, I'm renting a lot from the library these days. Oh, renting yeah. movies. I'm reading books. Yeah. Um, something that's I'm working on is minimalism and just trying to minimize my life. And one way you can do that is by instead of buying books, you rent them. And then if it's something that's like really moving, it's really wonderful, then, um, then you can buy it. But, um, so that's inspiring. And then the Daily Art app, it's, I'm pretty sure it's called Daily Art. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's like little art history every day. And so it kind of um, furthers your knowledge, and I, I love it. It, I actually recognized paintings like artists when I'm in, you know, the uh, Chicago Institute of Art or MoMA in New York City. We're going to the Louvre next month. Like, I know that I'm going to recognize paintings that I've seen from this app. Yeah, so I, I know artwork. it really, um, I really love that, that it gives me kind of a base to know artists and it's important to know where we come from in order to know where we're going. So art history is important. Um, and then, yeah, the last thing was this Broadway HD. It's a cool little like Netflix style subscription thing. And they just have live shows. They just have live taped shows. And, um, and so we watched the King and I, and we watched gypsy. Both were, um, were on the West end, which is cool. The King and I, because it's very, very, very relevant and recent so it will be competing in the Olivier Awards this April. So it'll be kind of... I've never had like a take in... Um, or any investment in the Olivier Awards before. But now I can be like, oh, I saw a show. So now I can actually have an opinion about something. But um, So for us that anyway. don't know what that is, can you explain that? Oh, the Olivier Awards? Yes. Oh, it's the... Tony, it's the it's like the Tony Awards, but in London for the okay. West End. So the West End is the theater district in London. Like Broadway is the theater district in New York City, and then they have the Tony Awards in um, in New York, and they have the Olivier Awards in London. Spell like Oliver. It's confusing. <laughs> okay, but that's what's inspiring me now, and I'm so grateful to be on this podcast with you. I, yeah. I'm having a lot of fun, and this will be a great little segment we do every season about what yeah. we're watching or what, what we're liking so yeah i'm really excited it's definitely my favorite because i can talk about what we're actually consuming and watching and it's all across the bro- board from like musicals to tv to movies um and we'll definitely have to add in music probably next time oh, yeah. because we have some too. good stuff coming out too But anyways, that's all the time we have for today. We're looking forward to next week and our next segment. Um, And so if you guys want to subscribe, rate us, review us, email us, casadeartepodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to do so. We actually do respond to them. And remember, go create and give your art a home.